Welcome to the Signal Line Remote Viewing Podcast, a podcast owned and run by Daz Smith from RemoteViewed.com, the resource for everything remote viewing. This podcast is dedicated to sharing remote viewing related interviews, views, news, resources, and much more. Hi, my name is Dan Smith and welcome to The Signal Line. Today's discussion was recorded on July the 2nd, 2021, and it's a remote viewing community chat with David Oates, who is an expert on reverse speech. David Oates was born in rural Australia on October 30th, 1955, and he's the first son of a young Methodist minister. He's had an active career now spanning 38 years, furthering the field of reverse speech as his full-time occupation. David has developed new theories and designed therapeutic and training techniques. He has published several books on reverse speech, including Beyond Backward Masking, Voices from the Unconscious, and It's Only a Metaphor. He has numerous tapes and training manuals also available. Overcoming his speech stutter, he lectured around the world to crowds of thousands and trained hundreds of students in reverse speech. He is a certified hypnotherapist and trainer and currently attends to his therapy and corporate consulting business using reverse speech techniques. David is also an accomplished public speaker, maintaining an active international speaking and training schedule, as well as a popular guest on many international radio and TV programs. This is a fantastic and very interesting chat this evening. I uh, hope you enjoy the show. Leave any comments below and we'll see what we can do to arrange any any comments and returns for you. Good to see you all. Um, we're going to hand over to David Oates now and I'll let him give an introduction because I've got an introduction on, but it's rather long and I feel it would be better if it actually comes from him himself. Uh, I understand we've got some samples to listen to tonight. Uh, we tested that. That sounds like it works well. So it should be a really interesting evening and a topic that I don't know an awful lot about other than from a colleague of mine, Gail Husick, who uses uh, David's techniques. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. So please take it away, David. And, th- and thank you for coming along as well this evening. Oh, you're most welcome. Uh, well, hello, everyone. Thanks for, uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, I'll uh, start off by giving you a little brief introduction to reverse speech and uh, we'll play some examples and... Um, um, yeah, so for those who are new who haven't heard of reverse speech, uh, basically uh, it's a uh, it's the theory I'm proposing is that language is bi-level, forwards as well as backwards. And as the human brain is constructing the sounds of speech, it's putting those sounds together in such a way that we're saying two things at once, one forward from the conscious and the other in reverse from the unconscious. And what I do is I quite literally record speech and run it backwards. And when you run speech in reverse, about once every 20 or 30 seconds or so, it uh, depends on the conversation, um, you can find a very clear, grammatically correct sentences mixed in amongst the gibberish. Um, that is uh, what I'm, I maintain is what the person is thinking and feeling both on a conscious as well as an unconscious level. Uh, it's a natural function of language. Uh, there's nothing um, spiritual or woo-woo about it. Well, it does get into spiritual topics, but the actual phenomenon itself is simply another function of the human mind. There's a lot of controversy going around that. It's of the devil or 
you know, and uh, uh, which which really unfortunately goes back to the early fundamentalist days with the, the satanic message in rock and rock and roll, and that's how I started my research back in 1984. I was uh, I'm a youth worker by profession. Well, I was before I did reverse speech, and uh, and uh, I was running a half a house for street kids and. One of the kids gave me a cassette of a sermon, a fundamentalist preaching, claiming rock and roll was a devil's music, and they had satanic backward messages. And so I, I listened to this sermon, and I'm a, I'm an electronic buff, I'm a ham radio operator, so I'm pretty familiar with electronics and audio and sound. And uh, and uh, I started running these tapes backwards, and I was hearing the messages the way the uh, the fundamentalist preacher was saying they were there, and. Uh, I was just really intrigued, and uh, I wanted to know how they were getting there. I didn't buy the satanic theory, um, and uh, uh, but I was convinced that the message existed based on all my experience with audio and electronics. And uh, one thing led to another, and in '87, um, um, the penny finally dropped after spending hundreds and hundreds of hours running taste backwards that uh, uh, yeah this was another form of human communication and I wrote my theory in uh, April of 87 called it reverse speech the speech complementarity and uh, thus began my international career I got some good uh, some good press coverage in Australia with with the discovery and uh, then uh, America picked it up I, I lived in America for 10 years that thing doing workshops and had my practice there and uh, um, uh, yeah so I've developed the field into a fairly fairly concise technology um, um, I uh, personally I, I use it in therapy I that's how I make my living I have a fairly busy therapeutic practice where I will use the verse speech to uh, diagnose my clients problems and work with them and that's another story altogether uh, but, but that's a basic uh, a, a basic simple intro to reverse speech and um, uh, why don't I play you an example there we go that's the best thing and uh, let you hear this I'm going to share my screen here okay and you should be able to see this okay all right so this is um, this is Prince Andrew uh, now, there was a lot of controversy a couple of years ago. I'm sure you're aware, aware of it. Prince Andrew and Jeff Epstein. And uh, uh, Jeff Epstein was uh, uh, mysteriously died in his cell. Some people say murder. Others say suicide. Um, Prince Andrew was implicated in this whole thing as being one of the customers of Jeffrey Epstein, allegedly. And in this interview here, this is just after Jeffrey Epstein died. And in this particular section, he is talking, trying to explain his appearance on a photograph of one of Jeffrey Epstein's women. And uh, he's saying, well, I don't recall that photograph ever being taken. So anyway, so listen to the forwards. Nobody can prove uh, whether or not um, that, it, that photograph has been doctored, but I don't recollect that photograph ever being taken. I'm sorry. Can you hear that? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So run it backwards. Watch his lips movements, and uh, well, I've already got the text up. So Jeff had to get murdered. See if you can hear this. Jeff had to murdered. Jeff had to murdered. Jeff had to murdered. 
So I'm sure you can see his lips mouthing out the reversal. Jeff, obviously referring to Jeffrey Epstein, uh, had to get murdered. Uh, it's an ominous reversal. It certainly implies that he had knowledge of a hit on Jeffrey Epstein. Um, whether he was the person involved in that hit, is, the reversal doesn't say. But there you go. That's a, that's an initial classic example of a speech. So, uh, so um, let me uh, let me go to some more files for you, and I'll I'll, I'll play the video examples because they're the most exciting exciting, of course. So uh, if uh, we uh, let me see. What shall I pull up here? Got so many of them here. Um, all right. Okay. Here is a here. Oh no, that's not video. Um, let me go get some video examples. Um, and uh, okay. Uh, these aren't video examples either. <laughs> oh dear, how frustrating. All right. Let's let us um, let us uh, let us play a. Um, a classic example of Mark Zuckerberg. This isn't video. So uh, here he is. Here he's talking about Facebook and uh, how Facebook is safe. And you commit today that Facebook will extend the same protections to Americans that European users, users will receive under the GDPR? Yes, Congressman. We believe that everyone around the world deserves good privacy controls. And backwards, he says, they're not safe. In other words, a privacy control, people are not safe on um, on uh, Facebook. So there we go. Um, here we have. Um, let me. Okay, here's a here. Okay, here's a vi video example. Am, am I still sharing? Uh, no, I'm not. Okay, let me. Uh, Work out how to share the screen here. Oh, there we go. Share screen. Okay. So here we have um, here we have a Nancy Pelosi talking about COVID. If we do not defeat the virus, we're never going to be able to open our economy and open our schools safely to send our children to school. Okay. Now watch your lips, but it's a con with you. And do you notice how her hand movement actually actually tap out the rhythm of the reversal? You, you watch her hand movements. In the school. You get amazing connections with body language links and mouth and lips movements, mouthing out reversals. I'm sure you can see all of that. So. Uh, but it's a con with you. In other words, uh, there's uh, uh, something about the virus that is not entirely kosher. Um, and I'm sure you've remote viewed the virus and come up with those type of things as well. Um, here we have, um, oh, uh, let me see. Oh, here, okay. <laughs> oh, oh, listen to this one. This is on, this is on Joe Biden. In my first full day in office, I outlined for you a comprehensive strategy to beat this pandemic. We've spent every day since attempting to carry it out. Okay, watch his lips. They're fucked. Oh, you foul liar. They're fucked. Oh, you foul liar. 
And you can see how the lips mouth out the reversals. And uh, uh, you foul liar. Well, that just speaks for itself. He's, uh, he's not telling us the entire truth about the virus. Um, uh, here is, uh, I'm just pulling these up at random here. Okay, here's Kamala Harris at, uh, at a convention. Oh, am I still sharing the screen? No, I'm not. Jeez. No, the, yeah, we're here in the audio. We're not sharing the screen. Now. Okay, all right. Okay, there's the screen. Okay, here we go. All putting their own safety on the line to help us get through this pandemic. And we see it in so many of you who are working, not just to get us through our current crisis, but to somewhere better. And uh, what's the lips? It's the con. That's probably not one of the clearest reversals. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, so um, let me uh, let me go and pull some up on um, Dr. Fauci here. I'm talking about the virus because this is this is everything that uh, everything that we're talking about right now. Um, here he is uh, talking about the vaccine. Let me uh, share the screen on this. And here we go. So here's Dr. Fauci. That the federal government had been involved in the development and or facilitation of three separate platforms of vaccines. One was the mRNA. The other were vector, either an adenovector or a chimp vector. And the other was the soluble recombinant proteins. And here he says, then they mark you all be lost. 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 You can see how the lips mouth out the reversal. And from that one, we can assume that there is a big problem with the vaccine. And I got a classic reversal on him. If I can put my hands on it really quickly. Um... Uh, where he's being asked about gain-of-function research. Um, and uh, if I can just put my hands on that really quickly. Um, hmm. Okay, I can't see it at the top of my head. Well, that's a shame. Uh, I've got a classic one where he talks about, um, talks about the virus. Um, and he's very obviously obviously lying um okay look i uh hmm i got so many reversals um okay look i can't find the one i'm looking for at the top of my head but here's another one on fauci well certainly if a child is unvaccinated which it might be merely on the basis of their age you've got to be careful and abide by the public health recommendations and here he says, we'll fake, keep it ugly. Yep, there we go. Okay, so what I'm trying to find is, let me just search my computer. I've got, I just got a classic reversal uh, that uh, totally shows the uh, uh, power of uh, speech. And uh, it's... Uh, not coming 
up. Uh, that's so frustrating. Uh, okay, all right. Let us uh, let us move on to some others then. See, I can't find the example I'm looking for at the top of my head. Um, we will uh, play. Let me share. Here's an audio example. This is um, this is some of the some of the implications of reverse speech. At its deepest level, reverse speech is a voice of the spirit talking to us. Now, here is a person who has financial problems and he's talking to the tape recorder looking for a solution. Further for us to put more energy and money and effort. And here he says backwards, you're frightened, lean on me. 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 And that is his own spirit talking to him and saying, look, I know you're frightened. I know you're upset. Just lean on me. Trust in me. And uh, we get many, many reversals uh, that are the voice of the spirit talking to the conscious mind. Okay. Um, so, um, oh, look, here's Justin Trudeau, Prime Minister of Canada. That's why it's also vital that we all work together to strengthen respect for international law, reaffirm our collective commitment to human rights, and stand up for people who face... Oh, hang on. I'm not sharing the screen. Sorry about that. Okay, here we go. Right, I'll play it again. So vital that we all work together to strengthen respect for international law, reaffirm our collective commitment to human rights, and stand up for people who face persecution. And here he says backwards, we make it pandemic. So somehow they are involved and somehow um, the and pandemic, not that it's manufactured, I think probably some of our reactions to the pandemic has caused issues like that. Um, all right. <coughs> How are we going? I'm still trying to find that wonderful reversal that graphically illustrates, uh, you know, the one I'm looking for, Catherine. Yes, super germ. And uh, I'll be bothered if I can see it. That's very frustrating. Um, uh, while you're I looking, got... David, I, I have some questions in the yeah. chat I, could, I can ask for you. Yep, sure, sure, sure. Bring them up. Yep. Uh, the first one from Lula was, can we apply reverse speech to a different language such as Arabic? Um, uh, a... uh, yes, we can. yes we can. Um, all all the languages that we've looked at so far contain reversals. Um, uh, the theory is that because it's a natural function of language, all of us are doing it all the time. Um, uh, it appears to be occurring in the language that we are thinking in. So, if you are speaking, say, in Arabic. Uh, so if you're speaking in English, but thinking in Arabic, then the reversals may very well be in Arabic. They will uh, generally be in the language that the person <coughs> is thinking in at the time of speaking. Does, does that make sense? Oh. Yeah. 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 Um, she also asked, uh, is there a study that discussed the compatibility between reverse speech and body language? Uh, not a formal study, no, no. Um, we've only just got the video software in the last year, so it's a whole new uh, uh, um, a project that we're looking at. Uh, we have noticed many common connections. 
interactions between body language and uh, and um, um, and re and reverse speech, but I have not as yet compiled them all together into one uh, a concisive video. Um, but yes, we do know uh, that there are these connections between um, body language. Yes, quite a few. Yes. Uh, the next question comes from Cedric, and he asks, uh, does this require a special software, or can you do this with any audio program? Uh, there are a lot of audio programs out there that do play tapes in reverse. Um, uh, we have our own software that uh, we obviously think is the best, but that's because we made it. We're supposed to think that way. <laughs> so uh, we have audio and video softwares. Uh, that will run the recordings backwards. Uh, I'm not aware of any video software on the market that does it backwards. I think ours is the only one. Um, but certainly there's a whole lot of audio software out there. Um, Goldwave is one. Um, uh, Audacity is another. Um, uh, if you want to use our software, then all you need to do is uh, go to our um, website and, and download it. Um, here, look, this isn't the reversals I was looking for, but here's one. This reversal here is, I'll just play one, then we'll go back to questions. This reversal here is where I got the title of my book from, uh, and my book is called The Big Con, and it came from this reversal here on Fauci. So let me... Do you want to share me... screen, David? Yeah, I'm sharing the screen. So here we go. The question we all have, which is... When do you think for us here in America, life's going to get back to something like normal? Is that is that September, November? Is it next year? What do you think? You know, David, it's a great question. Can you see that screen there? I don't know whether it's being shared. Yes. Yeah. Everyone asks it, but they have to be estimates that have contingencies. You cannot give a definite answer. And here he says, back was we fed the big con. And by the way, my book does not say the virus is a con. What is the con is where the virus came from and what it is doing to society. That is the con. And the con is the U.S. government funded the research into gain-of-function uh, function research at the Wuhan lab, and uh, the virus leaked from a lab. Whether it was intentional or unintentional, I'm unsure at this stage, but, uh, but uh, that, that's what my latest book, The Big Con, is all about. And uh, uh, while I'm talking to you, I'm tr trying to find desperately find that reversal i'm really quite frustrated i don't have it uh, right at the top of my uh, top of top tip of my fingertips so uh, um uh, yeah okay so let's take some more questions yep the next one is from uh beardy g he says uh how frequently do you find reversals within any given speech are reversals okay. present in almost any block of speech or is it more when there's a dishonesty at play Okay, no, reversals will always be there. Um, if, uh, if someone is lying, the verse will communicate the truth. If they're telling the truth, the verse will, will also communicate that and may use exactly the same, same words. Um, uh, that being said, uh, reversals occur more frequently. Oh, I found that reversal. Yay. Reversals occur more frequently in um, casual conversation. 
Um, when you get into public media broadcasts, they drop off quite substantially. You may only get the once every two or three minutes on the media broadcast. Uh, that is because um, it is the right brain hemisphere that is speaking backwards. And the more right brain you are in your speech, the more the reversal will be there. So someone who's a politician reading a speech, uh, very much a left brain activity, you'll get very few reversals on politicians. Uh, well, I want to say few. Obviously, I've got them, but you've got to find them. Got, got to work a lot harder to find them. Um, 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 but yeah, they will occur in every conversation. If you tell the truth, the verse will communicate the truth. They may use exactly the same words. Okay. So, all right. So here's this reversal on Fauci. Let me let me share my screen here. Uh, have I shared it? No, I haven't. Uh, share screen, Fauci. Here we go. Okay. So this is this is a this is a very famous, uh, uh, well-known interaction. Dr. Fauci was being um, uh, questioned um, in Congress. And he was asked a question about gain-of-function research. You know, were you involved in gain-of-function research or funding of it? And he quite vehemently denies it. So, so here's the forwards. But again, we have not funded gain-of-function research on this virus in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. No matter you're how many times words, you're you say words, it, there was research. Okay, so he's denying it quite angrily. But backwards, he verifies it, and he says, "Yes, super germ." Yes, So he's saying, "No, we didn't." Forwards, but backwards, we hear the truth. Yes, super germ. In other words, we we uh, we created a super virus using gain of function research. So that's a that's a classic example of someone telling a blatant lie, and reversals come back and correct that lie. That's just just a great example of reverse speech. So, okay, getting more questions. Uh, yeah, Pablo's uh, had his hand up for a while. If you want to ask your question, Pablo. Thank you very much. So, David, first of all, thank you very much. The way you presented it has changed the way I look at this. And, oh, and let me you. tell you the reason. You know, I neither, you know, knew whether reverse speech was completely, you know, something itself or not. I didn't have enough information. But after seeing that these examples, you know, in my current line of business, we, we are working with customer service and we need to do a lot of training with, with our people to make sure that they are, you know, transmitting the correct message and they are getting the correct message from people. Right. So one of the things we found out, even when interviewing people, you know, is that Sometimes people are thinking other things and saying a different thing, right? So right. The, the best the best case is where when they slip it, right? So you, you you tell them, I beg your pardon, what are you saying? And they are, oops, I said that out loud. Okay, that that happens. But we found out with some of our team members that even if we gave them a script or a verbatim, as we call it, if they're thinking something or they are not in agreement with it, they will change it slightly. And so, I found out that our minds tend to use that poetic uh, sense and you sometimes don't know how that uh, went out that way. In your head, it sounded differently and you, you said right. it some way. And it seems like, you know, words autocomplete, you know, not, not like in the WhatsApp, but I, I mean that you in real life autocomplete a few things. And right. I agree, it's, it's your, your right side of your brain. 
trying to 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 match the two things, right? That's so so everything you're saying completely matches, and it, it just brought to myself a, a completely new angle to this because you know I'm not sure if anyone here has experienced that, but if you ever been put to test into think what you are saying right now, you will sometimes or even meditate. You you will hear some different speech in your head if you have an internal dialogue, right? Or feel something different if you don't have an internal dialogue, right? But, but there's a filter of how it goes out. And when you are experienced enough, you know, especially, especially in interviewing, we do this. We try to push the person when there's something we really need to verify for them to get to a contradiction or to, for them to get out of their comfort zone. So one uh, of the strategies we use is we, we make the person complete, uh, you know, another part of the interview in a different language. If we are talking about bilingual uh, processes. And it's amazing. You get people, you know, usually they are prepared. That they have even the, the script for, you know, oh, what's your experience? What, which are your, your major uh, challenges? But if you change the strategy, you ask that in your native language. And then you tell them, please tell me something about yourself, but everything in English. They are completely, you know, baffled. I was not prepared for this. So they need to really engage into that. And then you get information out of that. You get uh, body language. You get uh, language uh, glitches uh, when they are trying to match things. And what I want to summarize here is that I see a direct correlation with what you're saying. And it makes sense. The, the, the right side of the brain will not hide those messages, but will try to pass them to the conscious uh, world that way. I, I'm sure you've heard of other experiences where people uh, write back, uh, you know, reverse writing and things like that. Yes. And, yes. and the final point here I wanted to share uh, is that taking this into consideration that this is a, another function that is going on, I'm sure, it, it, I'm sure you're, you're seeing this not only with lies, but also when people are distracted thinking about other things. Oh, yes. So cool. A message may, may come in. And I was mentioning in our last Friday's session that I even saw or read about a few examples where people writing the speeches of others or people writing a book, sometimes they codify things they were feeling that way. You know, I may be thinking I want to send this message, but I feel I, I usually change things because I feel that they sound better at that moment. And that therefore you can catch hidden messages, including books, entire books where you can find every X amount of pages usually follow a natural progression, you know, like the Fibonacci sequence or something. And there's a message and you can, you know, check the pages and then it will make sense, right? Just yep. wanted to share that. And thank you very much again, David. It really thank makes you. a difference. You must be my pleasure. Yeah. Yeah, one interesting point out of that is that, uh, is that yeah, how some people will alter their speech. Um, it's uh, My research has shown that it's the actual tones of speech that create the reversals. So that in the split second prior to us speaking, we will subtly change our tones or our words to communicate the reversal. So those subtle little alterations or slips of the tongue could actually be the brain uh, putting the reversals together before we speak. So, yeah. Okay. Any other questions? Um, Carl's got her hand up. If if is right, yep. Carl. If you want to go now. Yeah. 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 Let's just keep Hi. my hand on there. Hi. Um, Hi. I was tra train. I've been training as a um, family constellations therapist, 
and that a lot of that is done with body language, moving people around with body language. And um, I spent three years doing these once, once or twice a month with groups of people. People come in and they tell you one thing about what they want to look at. Then you put them into the into the middle and they move around. They don't talk in the beginning, but they just move around. And the gestures that they make are unconscious revelations. Uh, yeah. And you would be astonished at how many people lie. I mean, they're paying money to spend a day doing constellations to do something therapeutic for themselves and they still come into you lying about their, their situation and what they're doing. So, and they reveal it immediately just by their body without yeah. even having to talk. So, so that was one thing. The other thing I wanted to ask you is, what do you, do you know anything about um, pe the pedophiles? What do they say in reversals? What's the truth? Pedophiles? Oh, dear yeah, me. Because you put on Epstein in the beginning. and Why yeah. was Prince Andrew involved? What, what, what was he doing? What was the attraction? Why do they do it? Prince Andrew? Oh, gee, I could play you the whole reversals of Prince Andrew. I've got... Uh, uh, look, it's simply power and control. I, I, I think that's the whole thing. It's just power and control. That's what drives a lot of a lot of our actions in the world, unfortunately. So, um, just want to pick up on your comment on body language. Um, uh, yeah, I believe the unconscious communicates in many different ways. The body language is one of them, um, and of course, reverse speech is another. And I'm sure there's other ways in which the unconscious communicates as well. Um, I do want to compile a video of all the body language links, but I haven't done that yet. Uh, and that's on my to-do list. So, yeah. But the pedophiles, gee whiz. Um, I'm trying to think of anyone I've actually done who is a pedophile, and I don't think I have from memory. Um, uh, I know I've had no clients who are pedophiles. Um, no, no, I can't. I don't think I have. There you go. S sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. May I cut in a second? Yes. This is, uh, let me introduce you to Catherine. Catherine is one of my mental students. Um, I have several training programs going for reverse speech. Uh, some are full-time, some are part-time. Uh, Catherine is a full-time mental student. She's studying under me, well, virtually seven days a week. <laughs> this tends to be my working hours. So, uh, so let me introduce you to Catherine. So go ahead, Catherine. Thank you. Um, although you haven't um, actually reversed any clients that are pedophiles, you have lots and lots of reversals of the victims of pedophiles. Yes, and yes, their yes, reversals yes. tend to use a lot of metaphor language, don't they? Um, yes. Particularly the shed being one, perhaps you could pull yes. up or describe that. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Reverse speech speaks in metaphor. I've shared as a common metaphor for people who have been uh, sexually or physically abused. Um, you'll hear that hear it in the reversals in my meta walks when I work with clients. I will often remove uh, sexual damage by taking them into the shed and removing the shed from the unconscious. Um, I developed a whole therapeutic technique around reverse speech. My uh, 
theory is the unconscious mind thinks in pictures or images or metaphor. I haven't played you any metaphors in this uh, interview so far. Um, but the uh, majority of language in reverse speech, it, it, particularly in session work with clients, thinks in metaphor using phrases like the wolf wall in the lake or my goddess is stabbed with a spear. And um, over the 38 years I've been doing this, I've built up a very concise map of the unconscious, the metaphoric map of the unconscious mind. And when I work with clients, I work with metaphor or I work with pictures. Someone who's been molested. Yes, thanks for that, Catherine. I've done a lot of, a lot of uh, clients who suffered sexual abuse as a young child. I, I work with that often. Um, and uh, the way we uh, solve that dilemma is by changing the metaphors. We find what metaphors occurred back then and through processes. It's a special form of hypnosis I've developed my, myself. I'll take my clients into their unconscious where they see these pictures and metaphors and we change them. And as we change the metaphors in the unconscious, we're changing the behavior and the personality that those metaphors represent. Um, and I get amazing results in session work. Um, like I say, that's 80% of my work is session work, working with clients. So, yeah. Sorry, I got off track track there, but uh, but I uh, hope that gave you some extra information. So, yeah. Okay, do you want some more examples? Any more questions? Uh, if, if we go for a couple of examples, then we'll move into some more questions, if that's okay. Yep, sure, no worries. Um, okay, what have I got up here? Um, ooh. Um, um, okay. Um, all right, here we go. Let's, uh, let's, uh, let's hear. Here's Joe Biden. Uh, let me, uh, let me just. Share. But that doesn't mean we should not be in Gaza. Let me share the screen here. Here we go. But that doesn't mean we should not be in Gaza, rebuilding Gaza for all those innocent people who, in fact, have been hurt and, and have been collateral damage. Here he says, have no hope. Have no hope. Have no hope. Have no hope. And look at his, watch his lips. See how the lips match out the have no hope. Have no hope. Have no hope. Have no hope. That was one of the things that really convinced me about reverse speech uh, back in the early days when I discovered backward lip movements was uh, these how the lips are constantly uh, mouthed out the reversals. It was really quite staggering. Um, oh, here we are, here we are. Let me play this reversal from Trump. This is an in interesting one. So uh, oops, let me uh, share the screen on this. Okay, here we go. Cash bail releasing 400,000 criminals onto our streets. Think of no, no more cash bail. Look at what happened in New York. Reverse Week talks about a battle between the light and the dark um, uh, currently transpiring. And this one, Trump says, and then the battle with the light. 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 Do it again. And then the battle with the light. And you can see his lips uh, mouthing out that uh, that reversal there. 
Oh, I've, just, I, I've been doing some reversals. I've just started doing some reversals on uh, on uh, Satanists for my next book. I'm, I'm planning out my next book now, which is all about religion and everything. And uh, and uh, I found some. Uh, let me see if I can pull one up on Alistair Crowley. That's that's a really nasty one. Um, reverse speech is not always nice. Um, Oh, listen to this one. This is this is on Alistair Crowley, well-known Satanist. Uh, oh, there's not much point in sharing the screen because there's no video. Because Alistair Crowley, well-known occultist, here he says backwards, "I'm a cunt in hell." There we go. That will give you uh, a, a, a creep down your spine, won't it? <laughs> Excuse the language. I just saw that one here. Uh, what else have I got that I can pull up really quick at the top of my head? Okay, here's a simple one on Fauci. Uh, share the screen here. Here we go. But we're also doing what's called targeted antiviral therapy, similar to what we did many years ago with HIV drugs. It simply says the sorrow. The sorrow. The sorrow. The sorrow. Yeah, so that's a uh, that's a uh, that's a nice congruent reversal there. Um, um, let me. Uh, what? I think I played that one. Oh, yeah, here's, uh, here's, um, here's uh, Biden again. Oops, share the screen. Here we go. We're going to have Thanksgiving with anyone that we limit it to a maximum, maximum. They suggest five people, maximum 10 people, socially distanced, wearing masks. And he says maximum scan. Maximum scan. Look, throughout the whole coronavirus, I consistently found reversal. This is a scam. This is a con. Um, that's the title of my latest book, The Big Con. And uh, the con is not that the virus doesn't exist, because reversals are quite clear that it does exist. The con is where it came from um, and uh, what its ultimate destination outcome is going going to be and, uh, david uh, yeah on the, on the ones when you were looking at during or recently during the the covid virus did you find any reversals that had uh, the alternative uh, kind of feeling to them that saying that it was a, a real event or anything no all the reversals of saying it's a leak from the left yeah okay. Yeah, I've got, and the reversals are saying the masks, the masks don't work, the social distancing don't work, the vaccine dangerous. Um, uh, this is just, um, it's been a real eye opener examining the virus and uh, and um, and what the reversals are telling us about it. It's scary, quite frankly. Excellent. And I believe, um, I believe you've found similar information in your remote viewing. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just about to release a new video uh, sometime next week um, with all the updates because, you know, over the, over the last year, especially over the last two months, 
we've been getting a lot more news reports now that are almost confirming that uh, they're sure, ninety-five percent sure that it's a leak from the Wuhan lab. Now, really. Yeah, yeah. I, I've got reversals on the Chinese ambassador that even hint, and I say hint because I'm not a hundred percent sure yet, but even hint that it was an intentional, deliberate release. Um, uh, I uh, uh, discuss that possibility in my book. Um, let me see. I've got the Chinese ambassador up now. Okay, look, here's one here. This is um, this is this is a classic. This is this is on the Chinese ambassador. I've got lots to the U.S. Anyway. And since the new year is coming, let me wish my country, my people, even greater success, and wish everybody in Beijing and elsewhere in the country the best of luck. I know we in China we are always hardworking people. And here he says, "Cull" as in C-U-L-L. It was habit. Yeah, it's a habit. That's what they do. Chinese cull. I mean, we all know about the history of the Chinese nation, you know, Tiananmen Square, um, all sorts of stuff. So, uh, so cull, cull, to cull the population. It's a habit. That's what we do. Um, oh, gee, whereas. Don, you've had your hand up for a while. Did you want to ask your question? Uh, yeah. Um, oh, wow. This is fabulous. I, first of all, I'm really new to this. I, I don't, you know, I'm just really hearing about this the first time. So uh, the first thing that I came to mind is, um, you know, can you learn something about yourself by using this technique? I mean, can you have you tried recording yourself and do you hear like you know your spirit talking to you or giving advice or anything like that yes yes and yes <laughs> uh, yes i i have recorded myself many many times in my career uh not not a recent times i haven't but uh, uh I, yeah you could yes you will hear your spirit talking to you giving you advise. It is constantly communicating. I mean, it's always talking and always giving us advice about our actions, our decisions. Um, um, uh, I have used it my, some myself very successfully over the years. Uh, one of the problems I resolved with, excuse me, one of the uh, problems I resolved with it was very bad speech stutter. When I first started my career, I had a shocking stutter. I could barely talk. And uh, which was a little bit embarrassing because I suddenly found myself with a public career doing radio and TV interviews, you know. And uh, so I used reverse speech to find out the cause of my stutter and to fix it. So, uh, so that's one thing for me. Um, look, my clients just love it. Um, I mean, it, 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 look, we're always looking for the voice of the spirit. We all know it exists. It's that small, still voice within. Uh, that's the title of one of my books. Um, and uh, reverse speech is that small, still voice within speaking to us. Yeah. So uh, I guess the, the next question I have is, you know, sometimes when you're playing these clips back, I think you've gotten to the point where maybe you hear them and uh, you recognize them right off. I'm not sure I would. How long did it take you to, like, tune your reception to... Like, uh, to 
yeah, two ways to answer that. Um, when I'm training students, uh, I need students for a good year to be mm. able to hear them properly. Uh, imagination and projection are constant en enemies, so we're fighting against that. Um, um, I, when I say year, I don't always say two years. It's like learning a foreign language. You've got to tune your ears to get used to it. You're not going to hear them all first mm. off. I mean, I'll have some students who spend weeks without hearing of a single reversal. Very frustrating, you know. Um, when I started, I had an advantage because I'm a ham radio operator, so I'm used to listening to faint voices in static and Morse code signals. So uh, so um, I, I had an advantage when I started. Look, but it took me many years to learn how to hear, th to hear them all correctly, you know, and I still don't hear them all. I still miss some after doing it for all this time. Um, uh, it's not an easy skill to learn. I wish I could say it was. Um, it takes a lot of dedication, a lot of concentration, a lot of time. Um, I'm waiting for the day when we've got software to find reversals for us. That will be a marvelous day when that happens. But oh, we're not that'd there. Cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thank there. you. You're welcome. My pleasure. Yeah. Uh, we've also got uh, Brett's had his hand up for a while. Do you want to ask your question, Brett? Yeah, that would uh, be great. By the way, David, thanks for doing a presentation here. It's definitely interesting. I hadn't uh, hadn't heard this before. But my question for you, um, it's just it's reminding me of in remote viewing one of the reasons that we're given tasks blind, uh, which simply means most of the times in remote viewing we don't know what the task is. We're just given a set of numbers and we're off to the to the races. And the reason for that, one of the big reasons, is because we have these preconceived notions about, oh, you know, what's the origin of this or how did someone, you know, commit this crime, whatever it is. It's like, oh, and so my question for you, and you answered this a little bit to Dawn, uh, I'm just curious about the specifics, is that do you have any specific techniques that help you manage preconceived notions and biases? Because oh. it's a little difficult to be, I guess, uh, I imagine it's difficult. I know you said like it takes a couple of years to be unbiased, but how do you, how do you handle that? How do you handle the biases? Yeah. Okay. Well, for start, we have very strict linguistic requirements that reversals must meet. I have seven checkpoints, we call them. The syllable count must be correct. The constant vowel sound must be clear and precise. Uh, the beginnings and endings of the words must be clear. Um, so every student, when they start, go through this rigorous process of totally analyzing the reversal. Um, to reduce bias, I don't let students do themselves or family members or close friends to start off with um, because that's too close to home and uh, that will tend to increase the bias. Um, sure. Sometimes I get students just to run the taste backwards without listening to the forwards um, and that will also reduce bias too. Uh, but it's a big problem. Uh, I wish I could say it wasn't, but it's not. It is a big problem and uh, It'll, it'll take me a good year or two to train a student out of that. Got it. My, my follow-up to that is, in seeing remote viewing, we it you know, you're given a task blind, and then you get feedback. And feedback is kind of the key component to training, especially, is that you have, okay, how well did I do? Let me match my work against the photo. Do you have in your training where there is feedback oh, that yeah. you know is true? And so you know empirically that this is actually what someone really meant 
and they'll even agree to it. Say, yeah, that's what I meant. And I was lying. And then you test that against your students to see if they get it in the reverse speech. Oh, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I'm not totally understanding what you're saying. What gives them exact sample types? It's like, is there an objective way to know for certain that the reverse speech is 100% accurate that you could test yourself on? Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, uh, The only thing I could say, yeah, sure, Catherine. Mm-hmm. One, one of the fun tasks that we have is finding lost objects. So, oh, interesting. Yeah, that's a great one. So what we do is um, someone hides something from us um, and then we record uh, whoever hid it um, in speech and try to, without them telling us what the object is, where they've put the object. Um, we do a 10 minute recording and then analyze the tape and try and locate what the object is and where it is. That's very yeah. fascinating. Yeah, you have good smart. results with that? Has it worked? Uh, yeah, yeah, we, go, we, we get great results with it. Uh, it doesn't always work, not always, right. but you know, m- maybe half the time it works, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly that's exactly what I was wondering if you did. Just some sort of a feedback mechanism. Oh, it sounds think, like yeah. you do. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I mean, we also, you know, I have a I have a full time homework marker, not marker. I I mark the homework, but uh, go to a full time lady who uh, reports all the homework back to the students, and uh, she tells them where they've gone wrong, where they can improve. Um, you know, so our training program has you know some fairly rigorous steps to it. So, and uh, um, we're very much hands-on with training the students. Okay. Uh, Mark, do you want to go, go next with your question? You've, had, you've been there a while. Yeah. Um, thanks, David. It's an awesome presentation so far. Um, I'm curious uh, if anybody's asked this before I popped in. I was a little late. If the same phrase... Uh, reversed is the same words or if the same phrase ends up turning into different sets of words and for different individuals yeah different sets of words for different individuals yeah yeah reverse speech has got very little to do with the actual words themselves it's the sounds of speech that uh, create the reversals i used to do an interesting exercise in class i haven't done it for a few years now but uh, i used to get someone to read out a sentence i love my mother very very much she's very supportive and caring and is always there for me so i get the students to read this phrase out so it's the same phrase but depending on the personal relationship with their mother you'll get completely different reversals so uh, two people could say the same sentence and it'll reverse to say something completely different so it's not the words, it's the sounds of speech. It's your own voice patterns and intonations that create the person. So if you recorded me, let's say, at different intervals, like, say, six months apart, and I may have said the same phrase, there uh-huh. may be a completely different message reversed right. coming out of. Yes. Wow, yes. cool. Completely different message. Yeah. Yeah. We've tried to reproduce reversals too, Um, uh, you know, by saying the same phrase in the tape recorder, see if we can get the same results back. Um, It's very difficult to do. You've got to repeat it exactly the way it was said with the intonation and everything exact. But uh, it's difficult to reproduce them. We've tried. Can I interrupt? Yes. 
there are constant reversals and we are made well aware of what those constants are and that's one of the things that we have to learn. Yeah, constant reversals, there are a set of words that will always reverse to say the same thing. For example, America will always reverse to say crime. Um, emotion will always reverse to say show me. And there's about 50, maybe more than 50 now, at least 50 words that are constant that will always reverse to say the same thing. Uh, my instructions to students is not to document constant reversals unless they are a part of a whole reverse sentence. So, uh, so like I say, about 50 of them that I've documented so far. Thanks, David. Uh, just one more hands up in the room. And that's from Sasha, if you'd like to go ahead, Sasha. Yes, hello. Um, so I have maybe something I want to play, but first I want to ask, so how much do you think the translators, maybe perhaps psi abilities uh, are playing into this? Because if you're listening to this reverse speech, how much are you reading the intention of the speaker while you're yeah. translating, yeah. right? And interpreting? Yeah. yeah, that's a similar question to the last one. Yeah, how do you keep your own biases out of the uh, out of the analysis? Is that what you're asking? Well, yes, biases, but at the same time, I think in, uh, in our, I, I'm on a fence uh, about this, um, but I'm suggesting that you could make the argument that you, the translator could be using some level of psi to interpret the speaker's intent. And that's what they're translating out of the sounds that they're hearing. Um, but I, you know, I want to play this quick little audio clip. I don't know if it'll come through. Um, is that coming through? No, I'm not hearing what you're saying. You'd have, the... to share your, you'd have to share your, sc your screen. And uh, I think then there's a button in the bottom window, something about sound. On so. I don't want to share my screen, but so it's the Yanni Laurel. So you play the, the voice sound for your Yanni, and some people hear Yanni, some people hear Laurel. And oh, yeah, I've heard that. Right? And so women are more likely to hear, I think it's Laurel because they hear different, or Yanni because their ears hear oh, different yeah. pitches, right? A little bit of higher end pitch um, because the bones are thinner. And so there are all these different things that, that can impact um and what you're hearing and what you make sense of it but it seems to me that a lot of what's happening here might just be there's noise and then you're interpreting signal from the noise that may or may not be there uh, and i would okay. be more i think it would be more persuasive if one if we could hear some of these reversals without being told what what the message is first that we could see if we could hear the same thing and then also it would be interesting. Oh, sure, I can do that. Yeah. Yeah. And then the second thing I think would be interesting would be evidence of reversals where it goes against what you believe. So let's say you think that the coronavirus is a hoax. Then I would want to see reversals where you're seeing people who say that it's real and true in the reverse speech. Or do you know what I mean? So that you're not just confirming your beliefs using reverse speech. Oh, uh, well, we have many instances where. Um, uh, um, Oh, boy, you, you asked many questions there all at once. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I always do that. Okay. All right. Okay. As far as projection, 
Um, many times uh, I play reversals in lectures without telling you what the reversals say. Most people will will hear them. For example, here's one here. Here's Angelina Jolie. I'm not putting subtitles up. We'll just play it raw. So here's the forwards. I grew up kind of very, uh, very aware of my own emotions. Here it is backwards. What's she saying? I'm very aware. I'm very aware. I'm very aware. What are you hearing? Well, I'm hearing I'm very aware, but I think that's because if you break down the the syllables, yeah, they're, she's like they're nearly mirror matches, so I don't know that you're picking up anything that isn't there in the lettering. Well, you heard I'm very aware when it was played backwards, right? Yes. Yeah, well, see, that's that's an example of you hearing a phrase without me telling you uh, what it what it was. Um, let me yeah. play another one. Here's uh, Bob Dole resigning from the Senate. You do not lay claim to the office you hold; it lays claim to you. Your obligation is to bring to it the gifts you can of labor and honesty, and then to depart with grace. Okay, here it is backwards. What's he saying? It's an honor. It's an honor. It's an honor. What do you hear? Can you play that particular clip forward, though? I just, I just, what? I, I played because the whole you're, you're playing a multitude of sentences, but then you're taking three or four syllables out of oh, those yeah, four well, sentences. Yeah, because that's how it works. It, it occurs right. in little in little short spurts. Like in, the whole lot backwards doesn't refer reverse to something. You only get little sentences every few seconds. Yes. So, yes. Uh, so, so that's why. I, so, so if I played the whole lot, but okay. So let's play the reversal. It's an honor. It's an honor. Okay. Do you hear that? Yes, I hear it's an honor. Yeah. Okay. Now let's run the whole lot backwards, and you'll hear how it just jumps up out of the gibberish. It's an honor to be able to ask you say you lose in your business. Yeah, you Do you hear how it just jumped up out of the gibberish there? Right, but I think, well, I guess what I'm wondering is words like honor. Uh -huh. If you flip the word honor, Rana, it's a very similar sound. Uh, and the distortion you... that is introduced by the reversal, I'm just, and I'm, I'm just not challenging to be argumentative, but just kind of trying to, <laughs> to sort out um the process that you're using to make sure that it's not just confirmation yeah you bias. can't work out what yeah you can't determine what the reversal says by looking at the forward speech it's got nothing to do with the words it's the it's the way uh, the sound is pronounced at that particular time so um uh, here look here's another one this is an australian aboriginal so he's got a thick accent so if you can hear it with a thick accent and I was about 30, 35, and I found out that my father was alive. How did you find out? Um, it was just through word of mouth. Okay, now listen carefully. What's he saying backwards? I am Benoist's sister. I am Benoist's sister. I am Benoist's sister. What do you hear there? I have an older sister. Yeah, exactly right. I am Benoist's sister. I am Benoist's sister. I am Benoist's sister. And listen to what he talks about next. What someone was said to you, something was said to you, was it? Yeah, I just talked to different ones about it because I was sort of trying to trace a sis. 
one of my sisters. So you found out that you had sisters and brothers. Yeah, I knew all along I had one sister. Okay, so he says it backwards first, and then he says it forwards. Now, you were able to hear that without me telling you what it, what it says. Very common. This happens in class all the time. We're running tapes backwards, and the students will hear the same reversal at the same time. Um, uh, there's a lot more going on than just auto-suggestion. If this was just auto-suggestion or imagining into the, or pareidolia, you could not hear the reversals without me prompting you in advance. But that's not the case. Majority reversals can be heard without prior prompting. Um, uh, so if they follow the linguistic checkpoints, if they're heard by other people independently, if they can be heard without prompting, then clearly there's something at play than just auto, than just imagination or suggestion, if that makes sense. Plus the fact too, you know, I mean, I'll find accurate information about clients' lives, you know, I'll find things they've done last week or names of partners or lovers and, uh, and uh, we're constantly finding things in reverse that there's no way that we could possibly know, but it communicates accurate information. Does that answer your question or not? I think it does, yeah. I, I do, like I said, I do wonder how much of it is um, the translator picking up intent um, and then making out of random noise something meaningful that maybe has to do with other processes. Um, but I think that there are also examples, like you showed, the sister thing. Yeah. I, my, the, my, the only thing that holds me back, um, I think, is that words are made up of sounds yeah. in specific orders, right? And we have a very limited number of sounds that we use to make our words. And so uh -huh. I think we would expect that some words pronounced backwards are going to be, you can map them on to, to words Okay. Right. So I would want to see maybe more of a correlation between uh, information that you find that goes against what you believe. Because, oh, right? I haven't. I've found yeah. that many, many times. <laughs> Gee, many, many, many times. <laughs> yeah. Many times. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we, David, we next have a question from Darby, who's had his hands up for a while. Uh -huh. Darby. Yes. Hello there, David. Uh, uh, question that just occurred to me. Uh -huh. What about other languages? Uh, you and I are English speakers. I don't know if you speak another language or not, but uh, has, have, has this phenomena been explored for other languages other than English by uh, people who speak that language? Yes, it has. We've looked at the German, French, um, uh, Spanish. I think someone did something in Japanese once, but I, that's a vague memory. Um, the reversals are occurring in the languages that the people are thinking in at the time of speaking. If they're speaking fluent French, you'll get reversals in French. Um, if they're speaking English, but their native language is French, you're going to get reversals in both languages, both English and French. Um, um, it, occur, it, it, it appears to be occurring in the language that we are thinking in. So if you're fluent French and you're thinking in French, your verse will be in French. If you're fluent French but speaking in English, depends on how well you speak English, you may get some English reversals or, and some French. It depends on how well the second language is, whether they will occur in that language. Um, 
the, if this is a natural functional language, which I believe it is, then logic would dictate that you would find it in every language on the planet. But obviously, I haven't done every language, so I can't say that. One other question I have is, um, what percentage of speech that you review actually has this noticeable phenomena? In other words, are you seeing this? If you had a hundred different recordings, are you seeing, is there always a message that you are hearing when you reverse it? Or is it just a certain percentage of that hundred different messages oh no you'll get it in every recording yes it's it's constantly occurring it's a natural function of language we're all doing it all the time yes the only exception that can be is if someone is very left brain and they're reading from a text the reversal will drop off quite dramatically um, it, the more right brain activity there is in the speech, the more the reversals will occur. Like, like in a heated argument, you could find the once every one or two seconds occasionally. Um, but the other end of the scale on public media, about once every two or three minutes. But the average is about once every 15 or 20 seconds of speech. They will occur in grammatically correct sentences that relate directly to the forward dialogue. There is nearly always this direct connection. The forwards and the reverse relate to each other. That was one of the things that convinced me of it back in the early days uh, when I first started out was there's the reversals related to the forwards. There was this contextual relationship. And uh, so, uh, yeah, so that was one of my early convinces. Does that answer your question? Uh, yeah, that's interesting that you, you say that if someone's reading it from, uh, you know, a text that they, it doesn't occur, that, that would make sense no. in terms of someone just reading something off of a page right. as opposed to coming from their own thoughts or, or feelings. Yeah. One other question I have, and then I'll yep. go, go mute, is have there ever been any attempted scientific studies regarding this uh, this tool? Oh, that's my biggest frustration. <laughs> uh, there have been a couple of universities who have done tests. Um, if I get into that, I'll start to get very angry. Um, <laughs> uh, Monash University tested tested ten of my reversals oh, uh, many years ago now, and uh, they played the independent subjects and recorded the responses. And uh, the results of their test showed that the individuals could hear the reversals uh, without being prompted. And they actually wrote in their report: "We don't, we do not deny that Oates has found valid." examples of reverse sequences. But the whole report debunked the whole notion of reverse speech, saying it wasn't linguistically sound. Um, I'm not a linguist, so who am I to be placing new theories? And uh, then the report to criticize the commercial nature of my operation, which sure, it's my, it's my job, it's what I do for a living. Yes, it's a commercial business. Um, so the answer to that is, and, and there was another university that did a similar test. They also found that reversals could be heard, but the objection, this university said, well, this can't be real because we've never discovered it. <laughs> so there's, a, there's, there's indignation that someone who is a non-academic, such as myself, is uh, proposing the theory. Um, and uh, what's the other indignation? Um, it can't possibly exist. It's impossible. Um, but the testing that have been done have shown that the subjects could hear the reversal without being prompted. 
So my argument to them is if you've got positive results for the test, go and do the next test, you know, take the next step along. And, and uh, so, so um, much to my disappointment, um, um, scientific studies have rejected the existence of reverse speech. Their logic is because I'm not a linguist, therefore I don't know what I'm talking about. It's impossible. The brain can't do this. So there you go. That's been the results of the scientific tests that, that have taken place. Disappointing. All right. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Brett has his hand up. If you want to go again, Brett. Yeah, I just have a, a slightly different question than my last one. This is just more of a just off the wall question. I mean, if you've been doing this for 38 years, I imagine you must have come across many very interesting or maybe even astonishing discoveries in reverse oh, speech. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm curious if you have maybe one or two examples that really shocked you, that you're like, wow, that was in there. And then later it's like, it was verified. You're like, oh my God, that was exactly what it was that shocked you. I'm just curious what those, what those, well, uh, boy, there's those, been those so examples many of them. There's been yeah. so many. I remember back when I first started in 1988. I uh, I analyzed. I was did a uh, did a news analyze a news uh, a, a current affair program where a man was his wife was murdered, and I did reversals on the uh, on the show, and um, the reversals said yes, he had killed his wife. It was the reversals were quite clear about it. Um, I contacted the police and uh, they actually took me seriously and uh, they gave me a whole hour interview with this guy to analyze. And in the interview, I found that he'd used an automatic 22 and it was hidden in the cellar of his, of his house. The police went and got a search warrant and searched the cellar and found the gun exactly where the verses said it would be. So, wow. uh, so uh, that's been, that's been one case. There's another case I worked with, with the Dallas police, they're trying to locate a missing body. Uh, reversal said it was uh, in a creek bed under a tree. They found the creek bed and the body had been there. It wasn't there when they found it, but they found remnants that the body had been there at one stage. So uh, um, yeah, there's, there's, there's been many instances like that over the years. Um, um, uh, such as wow factor, gee whiz. Uh, Maybe so the one... Those are pretty wow, just to be honest. But what maybe is the one that you've seen? Because you've obviously gone through a lot of uh, public officials and a lot of people that are in the public that have a lot of power. What's other than, I mean, obviously the corona and the vaccine, that's yeah, the most right. popular thing right now. But is there something in those 38 years that maybe you heard that really took you aback? They're like, wow, like, I don't know, just because you've, you've listened to so yeah, many I, things, I, I imagine. I'm just, yeah. I guess I got to read yeah, the books they, too. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. They all sort of blur in together. There's so many wows. Oh, right, here's a little wow. This is something I found on George Bush. Uh, this was two weeks before. Oh, my biggest wow. Oh, yeah. Hang on. I'll I'll play you this one. Then I'll tell you about my biggest wow. All right. So this is George Bush. Two weeks before America went into Iraq. We'll help that nation to build a just government after decades of brutal dictatorship. The form and leadership of that government is for the Iraqi people to choose. And here he says, we will sit in Baghdad. And two weeks after I found that reversal, they marched into Baghdad. 
So that was a wow. That was, oh, wow. He, yeah. uh, I, I hear it beforehand. But my biggest wow occurred back in 91 um, when I just moved to America to live. I was contacted by a chap named Scott Jones, who's uh, well-known in the whole uh, Beltway and Washington community, and uh, he wanted me to come to Washington to do lectures to the CIA and the FBI. Uh, these lectures did take place. But before they took place, Operation Desert Shield started. And I started finding reversals on Bush, Baker and Cheney using the word Simone. And I didn't know what it was. And I contacted my man in Washington. He wrote a confidential memo to Dick Cheney uh, telling about reverse speech and Simone. And somehow this memo was leaked to the press. And, uh, and overnight, it was on all the news stations all over the world. What is Simone? It's the present hiding secret code words. Well, it turns out Simone is an Arabic word spelt Samoon, which means a dust storm in the desert. And so I'd actually found the code word for desert storm before it went public. So, um, so that was a big wow. And, yeah, uh, I bet. And, uh, uh, yeah. So I did give my lectures to Washington, to the FBI, the CIA, Secret Service, National Intelligence, or what? No, Naval Intelligence. Sorry. And um, uh, yeah, there's all sorts of rumours about what they're doing with it now. I I, I don't know what they're doing it with it so. david do you think they could be using it uh with the with the kind of software that we heard snowden uh whistleblow about you know the data yeah. that's gathering every telephone call and yeah. maybe running algorithms against it backwards or something my belief is they are i've got no proof to back that up but uh, my belief is they're using it now yes i have no doubt about that no. my last question that i really appreciate your answers they've been really fascinating uh, and hopefully I'm not overextending my, my questions here, but is, do you, are there any kind of unsolved aspects of this technique that you haven't quite figured out yet? Like this is a problem. I mean, a remote viewing time seems to be a little bit of a, a, a wishy-washy thing for us. Is there something with remote reverse speech that still kind of eludes you on, ah, oh, we just can't quite solve this problem or, it, this time, in this instance, we can't really get a solid lock. Is there anything like that, or is it all pretty much figured out? Well, look, there's always unanswered questions. Um, I'm I, top of my head, I can't think of any. Um, um, I've look, 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 I don't want to sound too cocky, but in the 38 years I've been doing it, I've figured it out pretty well. <laughs> you know, I, I, I look, some some of the unanswered questions are other languages, of course. Here we're going to do more research in that. Do the metaphors differ in Eastern culture than they do in Western culture? I mean, you know, they're, they're unanswered questions. Um, um, uh, I, uh, I've developed the technology pretty well over the years. I, I think I have. Hey, Catherine, you're my mental student. What what do you think? What sort of unanswered questions do do we have? Oh, thanks for putting me on the spot there. Um, yeah. Let's think. Basically, um, I suppose the unanswered questions are um, the metaphor. The meta people argue a lot over the metaphor meanings. Um, when they first yeah. come into it, that yeah. can be um, 
uh, a, a trouble sometimes and also the levels of reverse speech and the uh, fact what? that yes you know first level second level third level that needs that to be understood yeah that refers to the parts of the mind that's coming from we're still not sure exactly what parts of the mind are speaking at what time um we know reverse speech is coming from conscious unconscious uh, as well as a collective unconscious and spirit uh, sometimes it's difficult to determine which part of the minds are speaking so yes that's an unanswered question um that's the levels that uh, that uh, that Catherine was referring to um meanings of metaphors yes they're slippery um some metaphors i'm very confident as to know what they mean but others I just don't know. There's some reversals in clients' tapes. I just scratch my head and say, look, I'm sorry. I have no idea what this means. Uh, they can get very cryptic at times. Um, you know, over the years, I've developed a pretty good knack of interpreting metaphors. Um, uh, my students tell me I'm pretty good, so I'll accept their compliment. But, uh, but, um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, uh, metaphors are slippery. <laughs> Um, we believe they're universal. They mean the same thing from person to person, but their meaning can be difficult to determine at times, if that answers your question. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah. How are we going? Excellent. Doing well. I think we've answered all the questions in the hands up. I'm just having a look for the list here. Um, I think we've covered most of the ones in the list so far as well, unless I've missed any. Uh, Coral's asked, can you give us some examples of metaphors? Oh, sure. Yeah. All right. Let me give you... Uh, uh, let me give you the one I always use to start off with, and that is this one here. Here is me talking to a client. Uh, there's reversals on me. And it's me talking to a client who's just suffered a nervous breakdown. You uh, strike me as a very enthusiastic guy. I mean, certainly the time we've been together and you've got all full of ideas. Um, is this latest? Is this just a latest idea? Is it just all froth and barble? Or do you really want to get out? And do you really I really want to get out. And this one says, see the wolf fallen in the lake. See the wolf fallen in the lake. See the wolf fallen in the lake. Yeah, let me play the whole tape backwards and you'll hear how it just jumps up out of the gibberish. Yeah, how that just jumps up out of the gibberish, nice and clear. You get this monotone gibberish, and suddenly, bang, this clear reversal, and then it's back to gibberish. And and that's how it occurs. That's how it occurs in normal, all the time. You're running the taste backwards, and suddenly, bang, this reversal will just jump out at you. So, uh, wolf um, is a very common metaphor. Um, it means our dr drive, our motivation. Uh, lake is a metaphor for emotions. So when he says, see the wolf fall in the lake, a simple translation for that is, I can no longer motivate myself because I'm drowning in a sea of emotions. Now, that's the, uh, that's the translation. The picture of it is, 
And what I would do is I would plate this person a light hypnotic trance and have them see a wolf in a lake. And I would literally get them to take the wolf out of the lake. And by changing that, changing that simple metaphor, you can change this person's whole outlook. Um, and, uh, but this is one of the greatest discoveries I made with reverse speech is that human behavior is orchestrated and created and formed by metaphorical structures in the unconscious. And the way to change the unconscious, you can't do it with talk ther ther therapy. You've got to do it with metaphor. And uh, the metaphors create the behavior. And as you change the metaphors, so too does the behavior change. Here, here's a simple metaphor to understand. This is, uh, uh, this is uh, one of my analysts talking about how do we get reverse speech known. Where it'll be good, I feel, is that if I can um, get a handle on what metaphors people may be running, I, we can sort of have a look at what sort of people we're looking for having <laughs> to reverse speech. Because right now, um, an overactive goddess obviously isn't as bad as a rabid wolf or a rustler. And this one says, ships serve you when you make this wharf. Ships serve you when you make this wharf. Ships serve you when you make this wharf. So what does that mean? Ships will, in reverse speech, ships is a metaphor for us. We are the ships sailing the oceans of life. So ships serve you when you make this wharf. Basic translates to build it and they will come. If you create the structures or the wharf or the, uh, the foundation, then people will come to you. Okay, so, uh, so yeah, so that's another simple reversal. Um, when I'm working with clients in private session work, over 70% of the reversals will be in metaphor. Um, uh, here's another one. This is a woman who's just coming out of a cult and she's talking about the cult leader. Why don't you like to give him that power? Because he's scared to death to take it. You know? I'm not responsible for you. Yeah. This one says, fed the great Caesar. Well, Caesar, obviously being a strong male figure, the Caesar was the cult leader and fed the great Caesar. She has nurtured and nourished him and looked after him. So fed the great Caesar. Um, oh, gee, so many, so many, so many, so many. Well, here, here's one here. And... As confident as I am going forward now. Now, look what he's talking about forwards. As confident as I am going forwards. As confident as I am going forward now. So he's confident going forwards. So no surprise, he uses the metaphor wolf. He says, I am the wolf. I am the wolf. I am the wolf. I am the wolf. So wolf is connected with confidence and moving forwards. This is how I've determined the meanings of my metaphors, by the way, over the years, is looking at the context in the forward speech in which they occur. Uh, got a great, we've got a great, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Great uh, uh, um, assistance in determining metaphors. And that's what I call the principle of complementarity. The forward and the reverse relate to each other. 
And so one of the advantages I've got in determining the meaning of metaphors is I've got the forward dialogue to go back on. And when I see a metaphor occurring in the same context in the forwards over and over again, I can fairly safely ascribe a meaning to that metaphor, which may change as I find more references. So, uh, David, uh, yeah. just just as an idea, I'm I, I'm yeah. just spitballing this and thinking it. What might be interesting at some point uh, for us remote viewers is if uh, if we if someone here uh, sets up a blind remote viewing target for remote viewers to work uh, and get them to record the audio files as well as them uh, doing the uh, session to get you to maybe do an analysis on the audio files blindly as well. And yeah. then have and then do a uh, a comparison of all the data to see what we come up with. Oh, I'd love to do that. Ralph Burton and I have done that. Ralph, I'm good friends with Ralph. You know yep. Ralph. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, Ralph and I have done some stuff, a little experiment stuff like that. I think Gail's done some something like that too. I'm not sure, but yeah, I'd be, has, yes. yeah, I'd be only too happy to be involved in an experiment like that. Yeah, yeah that sounds that sounds like fun. Maybe with some of the guys here, we can we can set something up along those lines. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we both done the JFK assassination. You and um, who who did you do it with? Um, Dick Orgai did the JFK assassination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we came up with almost identical conclusions, I believe. So. Right, excellent. Yeah, yeah, that would be an interesting project, I think, because then it would, uh, you know, give you some some ammunition in, and something as well as us to look at other avenues of how we can use tools with remote viewing as well. Yeah, look, I would love to uh, see how we can all work in together. Yeah, I would yeah. be very happy to do that. Very, because very willing. I think yes. what we do is actually not too dissimilar from what you're doing, um, but we just do it with paper right. and, uh, and a pen instead. Right, right. Yeah. Well, the unconscious communicates in many ways. You know, remote viewing is one way in which you are receiving unconscious information. I presume. I mean, that's. I, I, excuse me if I'm making an invalid assumption, but uh, yeah. but I presume that's how it works. Yes, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I think we've gone through most of the questions here. Uh, is anyone? Oh, Brett's got his hand up again. Go for it, Brett. Yeah, I guess if no one else has questions, I'll I'll throw them your way. Yeah, carry David. On. Um, have you? Are you familiar with? I mean, this could apply to any different stories, I suppose. But are you familiar with a John Teeter? who was uh, no. claimed to be a time traveler back in the, oh. I don't remember when it was, in the 2000, it was on the internet and he gave a whole bunch of like future predictive oh. data and some of it was very fascinating, but he right. went on Art Bell, a very big radio show and uh, talked, I think he did, didn't he, wasn't he, do you remember Daz, if he actually went on Art Bell? Yeah, I remember, I remember, the guy. Yeah, I've done Art Bell myself a few times too. So, uh, Got it. Yeah, I'm just wondering if you've applied this or you've looked at any of the individuals who have some pretty fantastic stories, yeah, whether no, it's – yeah, okay. Well, I mean, there's an untapped no, – I'd be I curious to see no. if it's you get a whole bunch of deception in there or not, or they get – they really believe what they're saying. Yeah. Well, reversal will tell us. It would be interesting bit. to see it done on uh, – and someone asked this in the, in the, in the questions – if on someone like uh, Bob Lazar, uh, who claimed to work at Area 51, or – Maybe right. even, um, yeah, uh, I don't know, the, the, the Lewis. Yeah, yeah, Bob Lazar I'd like to do. He's on my list. Um, yeah. I did Victor. Remember, came chap came out with the codename of Victor. 
climbing uh, and they produced a video of aliens and stuff. <laughs> he was telling a true story. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, excellent. Excellent. Any other questions from anyone uh, that want to speak questions? I think we've done most of the ones in the chat window that I can see because we've answered them several times here, some of these. Can I um, pop in? Yeah, yeah, pop in, ask a question. Yeah. I noticed that there was one question went past on the chat about whether or not we communicate um, between ourselves when we're oh, talking I miss that. in reverse. Yeah. yeah, and you've got some lovely examples of reversal conversations that have actually occurred yes. between people. Yeah. So it might be nice to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reverse speech is a communication process. We're hearing reversals of each other all the time. Um, we recognize it as intuition or that gut feeling. In reality, we're actually hearing the reversals. Um, and um, oh, now I forgot the point I was going to make now. Um, oh. Conversations, conversations. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's too, too early in the morning. Yeah, yeah. So I've got entire conversations backwards, you know, where questions are answered and answers are subsequently given. They're really quite fascinating to see conversations in reverse. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, the, fire, the, the fire one you had, David, was lovely. Could you pull I'm, up I'm the sorry? Fire? I'm so the fire, when uh, you had I'm, the fire. Oh, the fire? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sure. Got so many examples. Here's an example of a mirror image reversal. This is uh, when I had a house fire. This is when I was big on the Art Bell show. My, my house was torched. So uh, here's, uh, here's my secretary running in saying, David, the house is on fire. Sandwiches, a sense of what? Yes? What? Okay, so she says this forward. The house is on fire. What? Back when she says the same thing. The house is on fire. Our house is on fire. And again, and here it is, forwards, forwards, and backwards. Okay, so she's saying the same thing forwards as backwards because she had to communicate this point to me as effectively as she possibly could. And so, um, so we had what we call a mirror image reversal. I got instances of an entire conversation, but it's going to take too long to play it now. I think. So, uh, David, if I can ask a question, do you think there might be some uh, element of us that picks up on what's hidden, the hidden meaning that's being said in conversations without us consciously knowing that we're picking it up? Oh yeah, yes, yes, yes. I I totally believe that. Yes, I do. Yeah, totally believe that. I saw a question earlier on the screen. I was talking about future, about time and uh, future tense reversals. Does reverse speech tap into the future? Was that the question someone asked me? Um, um, I think I saw that question. Uh, we, 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 we have reversals that are called premonition reversals um, that do uh, tap into uh, future events. Um, like here's a classic one here. This is JFK in his inaugural address in 1961. The slow undoing of those human rights 
to which this nation has always been committed and to which we are committed today at home and around the world. And this one says, head is hit in the car. Head is hit in the car. And of course, that's obviously referring to his assassination where he was hit with a headshot. And so here we have it on his reversals in 1961, two and a half years prior to the actual assassination. So, yeah, you do get snapshots, and, and they're only snapshots into future events, just little hints every now and then without giving a complete detailed description. So. I find the uh, the message about time that I think you were referencing. Uh, someone asked a question. Cedric asked, "Do you think this phenomenon could be linked to the nature of time, having one part of time flowing backwards?" Yeah, that's a philosophical discussion. Uh, uh, I, I that that has been put to me before. Uh, I don't have any thoughts either way on that. I I I I, I don't know the answer to the question. No, I don't know. I do know that we do get snippets of the future in reverse, and uh, we also get occasional snapshots into the past, but they're not often, um, and they're not regular. So, yeah. Okay, how are we going? That's great. I think we've answered most of the questions, unless anyone's got any burning questions in the participants' window that they want to ask by microphone. I have one final question just to throw in, David. This is random yes. thought when you were talking about application of this. Um, do you think it'd be possible? I mean, maybe because you've done, I imagine you've done maybe the Federal Reserve uh, speeches possibly, but could you target, yes, I'm just always looking for practical application. Could you take someone like a CEO or a CFO of a large company when they're talking about a future earnings report or something, but it's not released? I mean, I figure like, it's gonna, they're going to give themselves what, away, aren't they? You're talking about, about insider trading, aren't you? <laughs> no, that's exactly well. That's exactly <laughs> it. Yeah, right. They're going to give and themselves the answer, away. The answer to that is yes. You can yeah. do it for that purpose. Yes, you can. Absolutely. Yeah, I figured so. Yes, yes I've had a. I had a client once who contracted me out to do exactly that. Anyway. Fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, the implications of the existence of this technology is, is really very profound. I mean, um, on the surface level, it means the human mind is no longer private. Uh, whatever you are thinking and feeling at the time of speaking has the potential to appear backwards in your speech. Um, I think it's one of the reasons why there hasn't been widespread acceptance of the technology, because uh, if we were to accept its existence, gee whiz, everything changes. I mean, it changes everything. I mean, um, you can find out what the government's really planning, um, which I have on many occasions. Um, um, and uh, what, you're t what our celebrities and are really thinking and feeling. I mean, uh, it's, well, when you think about the implications of it, it's, it's, it's intimidating. It's intimidating. You're speaking to you're speaking to the choir, David, because that's what remote viewing does too. Is this remote yeah, viewing fine. is a world without secrets, right? And yeah, so, fine. very similarly, it doesn't surprise I'm sure a lot of us here why there isn't wide acceptance because that would turn the world upside down if yeah. all the information was available if yeah. you just knew how to use the technique and the tool. 
So, yeah. yeah, well, I think we should do some work together, the remote viewing and the reverse speech communities, because I think yeah. uh, I think we have similar for sure. We have similar um, similar goals and similar tech similar. Well, anyway, you you know what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> David. What we can we do after this is we can because uh, I know you're on Facebook as well. Yeah. Um, we can set something up in one of the groups where we have like a subgroup or something, and anyone's interested, we can get them together and see if we can run a couple of projects together. Yeah, I would be very interested to do that. Excellent. Someone uh, just asked, would reverse speech work with sign language? I have no idea. <laughs> Done no work on it. Sorry. Don, Don has a final question, I believe, if you, if you want to go for it, Don. Yeah, uh, you know, I keep thinking about using this in some sort of like self-discovery way. And something that occurred to me was um, I've been recording my dreams uh, for years. And what I do is, uh, you know, I record them in a pocket recorder and then I use uh, transcription software to turn it into text and do that. Okay, but this sounds like I could take the recordings and, you know, some of these dreams are, you know, chaotic and, you know, I'm not really sure what they're all about. And I'm just wondering whether, you know, I could learn something from reversing my discussion of my dream. Do you have any thoughts on that? Uh, yes. The answer is yes, you can. You can find out what the dream is all about. Yeah, I've done reversals on dreams many times. Yeah. Oh, yes. perfect. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Any final questions or are we wrapping it up there? I think that's pretty much it then. And I just want yep. to thank you, David. That's been uh that's been well, my pleasure. And if you want to go and get my book, uh Daz is gonna put it up on the screen. My latest book, it's only out just last week. All about what we found out with COVID, the big con. So there you go. Okay. Yep. Everyone well, right. everyone will have that and it will be on the video link as well. Uh, yep. as I said the video link and the podcast I'll get try to get up tomorrow and I'll pass all the details of that around to everyone okay. but on the behalf of oh. everyone here I would like to thank you for sharing everything with us and, and with thank your you. students as well it was great to hear all these examples thank you no worries my pleasure alright yeah. we'll it'd be great and again, yeah look, sure. look forward to maybe doing a project with you soon it'd be, it'd be yeah, fun yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm only too too keen too okay. keen okay alright See thanks you guys get up early and thanks for the meeting take care take care everyone Bye-bye. See you. Bye. Bye. thanks for listening to the signal line a remote viewing podcast don't forget to check out remoteviewed.com for remote viewing resources or our videos on youtube under remote viewed